You're listening to the Quality of Love Podcast. Your home for all things love, relationship, and mental health. Hosted by nationally certified life and relationship coach, Tyrone Dixon. Sit back, relax, and get tips on creating the life you deserve without wasting any more time. Welcome to the Quality of Love podcast. I am your host, Tyrone Dixon, nationally certified life and relationship coach, husband, father to two beautiful princesses, and CEO and founder of a Rose Through Concrete Consulting. Thank you guys for taking the time out to listen in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Before we even get into this love nugget, guys, I have to say thank you to all of our prayer warriors. On the other day, Wednesday, we welcomed our second child into this world, my wife and I, Gabrielle, Frankie, Denise Dixon. Thank you guys so much for all the prayers and well wishes. She weighed in at 7.8 pounds or seven pounds, eight ounces, excuse me, uh, beautiful, looks just like her sister, half full of hair. So I want to say thank you to everyone that has sent us prayers and well wishes as we, we were in the hospital for the past couple of days. But we're back in action. And tonight, the love nugget that I'm going to talk to you guys about centers around dealing with being cheated on, right? So if you are in a relationship or you were in a relationship in which you were cheated on by your significant other. We're going to talk about that a little bit, give you some do's and don'ts in terms of how you take care of yourself. Because remember, self-care is very, very important. In the interest of full disclosure, I want to let you guys know I've been on both sides of the coin when it comes to cheating. So I've been cheated on. I've also cheated on others. And I want to tell you guys that neither one of those situations is cool and it can cause a lot of turmoil. If you stick around in that in that relationship, it can cause a lot of resentment. When it comes to cheating, there are six things that I recommend that you do in order to keep yourself level headed and ultimately to stay sane. The first thing is to remain calm. When we, As we talked about before, there are times where we lose emotional control and that puts us in an irrational portion of our brain where we can't think logically or we can't think straight. So number one, remain calm and try to keep yourself calm with positive self-talk. It's okay. We'll work through this. You, meaning you, will work through this and figure out what's going on and try to get to the bottom of it. The second thing that I invite you guys to do is hear your partner out. Right. They may give you an idea of an area that you need to improve on or better. They may give you an idea if the relationship is worthwhile or if it will be a lasting relationship. So that way you can learn right then and there. Do I want to continue to invest my time or do I want to just cut my losses while I can? The third thing that I recommend is trying to get as much clarity as possible from your partner. In a lot of cases, when we get cheated on, we kind of shut down and we withdraw from the relationship. And then ultimately we start to feel like we did something wrong in a relationship for we like for some reason we caused our partner or we made our partner cheat on us. And that's just not the case. So when it comes to getting clarity or step number three, you want to make sure that you're calm when you're getting that clarity, because in in 100 percent of the cases, if someone cheats on you and you've given them no reason to, it's something going on with them. The fourth thing that I invite you to do if you're cheated on is give yourself some space, right? Give yourself some time to be by yourself, to reconnect with yourself, I don't care what anybody told you before you heard my voice today or this evening. Heartbreak is tough. 
to constantly try to stay in motion when your heart is broken is very, very difficult and you can get lost, right? So if that means if you're hanging around friends because now your significant other is not around or you're hanging around family more, that can cause you to kind of get uh, clouded judgment and cloud your judgment and cause you to not really, really embrace the feeling of having your heart broken. And as tough as that may sound, guys, you really want to embrace that feeling so that you can learn the lesson from that situation, from that relationship. The fifth thing that I invite you guys to do is recognize that forgiveness is an ongoing process, right? We talked about the steps to forgiveness a few episodes ago. Realize that forgiveness is an ongoing process. So that means to you, there'll be days in which you're like, oh my goodness, I love my partner. We can we can get over this hump. Whatever happened, we can put it past us. And then there'll also be days when you wake up and you're like, I can't stand this person. I can't believe they did this to me. I can't believe they broke my trust. Area number six when it comes to things to do if you're cheated on is know that your significant other will struggle with your mood swings. So as I just mentioned, forgiveness is an ongoing process. So there'll be days when you struggle to forgive your partner or where you might even lash out on your partner. Know that they'll struggle with this and know that if they are committed to you and committed to making a relationship work, they'll deal with it because ultimately they put themselves in this position. Now that we touched on the do's of a relationship with a cheater, let's talk about the things that you don't want to do or that might cause you more pain and suffering. And again, it's not about the partner. It's about you keeping yourself together, making sure you're practicing the the healthy self-care techniques. A couple of don'ts. Don't seek revenge, right? So again, this is something that I've done in the past where it was like, oh, okay, my partner wants to cheat on me. So you know what? I'm going to immediately go out and cheat on them or I'm going to immediately go and try to hurt their feelings by sleeping with someone else. And ultimately that damaged our relationship even further because when we tried to get back together, it was always that thought in the back of my mind of, oh, is she doing this? Well, I might as well do this if she's doing that. So it, it really broke the trust and it, it, it didn't only, it did not only cause harm to me, I should say, but it started to cause harm to other females as well, right? Because they started to get roped into our relationship drama. And until this day, I cannot tell you how how terrible I feel for doing that to to women, period. And now that I have daughters, it's like, oh man, I would never want them to date the immature version of me. The second thing you don't want to do if you're cheated on is withdraw from the world. So that means just shutting down and not taking care of yourself. So not practicing self-care, not keeping up with your hygiene, having a poor self-image. So an example of this is that person that's always getting dressed, looking glamorous, maybe wearing makeup. All of a sudden, they don't wear makeup anymore. They rarely socialize and they're very, very distant after they've been cheated on. You don't want to do that because what happens is as you withdraw and as you disconnect from the world, that means your social network gets smaller and ultimately that could lead to depression. The third thing you don't want to do if you've been cheated on is rush to make a decision either way. Right. So if if that's a decision to stay or a decision to leave. The reason you don't want to rush to a decision to leave is because the partner that cheated on you is a pretty good chance they want to rush and get things back to normal and try to get things as similar to normal as possible when, in fact, 
there will never be a normal, right? You guys will have to decide or design a new normal after that seal of trust has been broken. And then don't rush to leave either because I found in my in my history of coaching, especially in relationships, people that are immediately or that rush to leave a situation end up going back and also end up kind of feeling like stupid because it's like, oh man, I talked to all of this junk and I told this person I would never be with them again. Or I told my family I would never be with this person again. And here we are on Thanksgiving in front of my family. The fourth thing that you don't want to do is pretend that everything is okay, right? So this is, I've, I've been notorious for this of this in the past, excuse me, of, oh, I'm fine. Like that didn't bother me. I don't give a F. I don't care what they do or whatever. Like it happens. I don't care. That is the one of the worst things that you can absolutely do to yourself because what happens is your brain wants to kind of embrace the emotion and embrace the feeling. But what you're doing is you're denying that. So what your brain is is doing is it's trying to kind of work its way around to embracing that feeling and embracing that motion or emotion, and you're not allowing it to. The last thing that you don't want to do when it comes to being cheated on is hide behind either alcohol or substance abuse. My personal feeling behind hiding behind alcohol and substance abuse, especially when it comes to relationships, is that you're temporarily masking those feelings. So you're suppressing those feelings, but eventually they will come back and your way of dealing with them is to resort to either drug or alcohol use. And the other thing is that especially nowadays, when we talk about using narcotics, when we talk about using substances or alcohol, it only takes 21 days for you to be using something or drinking something for it to become a habit. Let me say that again. It only takes 20 days for you doing something until it becomes a habit. So that means if you are cheated on and you start to drink or you start to smoke and you do that consecutively for 20, 21 days, then you probably will develop that very, very bad habit. And again, you're not embracing that emotion. You're suppressing it. That's our love nugget for today, guys. Those are some tips on being cheated on. As I said earlier in the show, I've been on both sides of the coin. I know how difficult it is to be cheated on, but please try to keep calm and work through logic and don't let the emotions overwhelm you because the emotions can get us trapped and stuck in a particular area of our brain that don't allow us to move forward. That's our love nugget for today. As always, you guys are more than welcome to hit us up at TQLP20 at gmail.com with those questions for our big Wednesday episode. Once again, that's TQLP20 at gmail.com. Or feel free to hit us up on our Facebook page, The Quality of Love Podcast. Also, don't forget to subscribe and review. And remember, the quality of love and relationships that you have in your life will determine the quality of your life. Peace and love.